Edinburgh Football Podcast is brought to you in association with Nicholson Joinery Limited. Hello and welcome to Edinburgh Football Podcast. From the Premiership to the Lone League, we've got it covered. I've got a feeling, Callum, that that uh, music there that's coming via the airwaves will not be of the, the adequate volume, but that's what happens when midweek schedules and work schedules can... Well, it just proves that we're live. Yeah, that's it. I mean, there's, there's, no, there's not a lot you can do uh, <laughs> when you sort of winter break comes into effect and you've got... Um, Busy, busy social lives and work lives, etc. So uh, it's, not, it's not been ideal for us, but I mean, we can still deliver a quality product eventually. The best amateur <laughs> podcast <laughs> on Edinburgh <laughs> football. <laughs> Cal, uh, for our listeners, then, for our listeners, it's going to be mainly a preview show. We'll start with Hibernian, move on to Hearts, speak Edinburgh City, and then off to the Lone League, finishing with our prediction. So. Gal, we'll start with Hibs. Um, a busy week, not regarding transfers really, but more to do with fixtures finally. And it was Dundee United last Sunday in the Scottish Cup, 2 or draw away from home. Um, frustrating getting the replay, isn't it, really? It's, it's not good enough, really. I mean, Dundee United barely kicked the ball on, on Sunday there. I don't think they were very impressive, uh, but Hibs did their usual got in front sat back conceded two sloppy goals I think the the defending in the build up to the second is really poor uh, Marciano does his classic uh, thinks it's going wide so I'm just going to die for the cameras and then you've got at the other end sorry in the first goal you know boys just ball watching uh, it's not good enough uh, give Shanklin the chance like that he's probably going to take it so um, yeah I thought Good, good attacking threat from Hibs. A couple of good goals scored, but in terms of the defending, leave left much to be desired, shall we say? Yeah, I, I think um, I was relatively happy with Hibs' performance and all. It just comes down to two uh, poor pieces of defending, like you say, Callum. I think on the main, Hibs were far better uh, than Dundee United. I think if that's the best that the championships champions have got to offer, then I'm not really frightened. About Dundee United coming up into the to the Premiership, unless they've got uh, money to spend in the summer, but they're, they're bound to lose Shanklin, so we'll see what happens there. But um, surely we've got confidence going into the the replay this coming Tuesday. Yeah, I think I think um, you've got to fancy Hibs to progress at home. Um, I think that yeah, Dundee United really played their hands. That's their sort of level and I'd be surprised if they can up their game uh, and take anything um, out of Hibs so no, I think uh, I think Hibs will come through the replay but it's another game that Hibs didn't really need uh, but if Hibs do get through then it's a very favourable tie for the next rounds in which you know Gives Hibs the chance to hit double figures. Um, I'd actually be disappointed if they didn't. Yeah, um, BSC uh, Glasgow of the Lone League, of course, and um, 
it is what yeah, time. I think yeah, <laughs> they're at third in the lone league, so you've got to expect Hibs to, to come through uh, comfortably with that one. If, if they were to come through, Dundee United, of course. Um, on to midweek, Calm, which uh, scuppered any uh, podcast plans. <laughs> um, uh. And it was Hamlin at home, Calm. You were there. Um, game of two halves, terrible first, better second. Um, yeah, I think a lot of pretty patterns in the first half, but just a bit too pedestrian, a bit too slow. I thought Hamilton were well worth their leads at half time, and it really takes, I don't know, an absolute bollocking at half time from Jack Ross, and then a couple of subs early doors, oh, sorry, a couple of subs at half time, and then Porgen. And comes on I think the 51st 52nd minute so you know rolling the dice massively there paid off Hibs probably deserved to just edge it but uh, I don't think many many Hibs fans could have had complaints if it had finished one each at um, I used to roll on Wednesday night I think that Hamilton were probably worthy of a point but um, yeah it was a Pretty much the old cliche, a game of two halves. Mm. Um, over the past two games, Callum, you know, Martin Boyle has been has been Hibs' best player for me. Uh, obviously, you could probably say more regarding Wednesday night, but certainly up at uh, Dun United, Callum, and he's now been he's been linked with Celtic of a of a move. Do you see that honestly happening? Uh, me personally, I I can't see it, but I, I can't imagine. Well, I mean, could, could I see it happening a hundred percent because? Let's be honest, the old firm had previous for coming along, snatching up a player that is good for like your Hibs, your Hearts, your Aberdeens, your Dundee United, um, but realistically is not good enough for for your old firm. Um, no disrespect to Martin Boyle. I think that he's a very good player. Uh, I think, unfortunately, he is still very inconsistent, which at this moment in time, he seems to just be very consistent, but having watched him for the past three and a bit years, I know that this is almost a freak spell. You, you look at that Celtic team, are you saying that he's getting in Christie, uh, the boy Mikey Johnson, um, Forrest. Uh, Elian Nuti, Forrest? Yeah, let's be realistic here. I think Celtic have far too much quality you look at Johnny Hayes who went there and is a is basically a bit part player yeah. uh, I'm sure I'm sure a lot of people would say that Johnny Hayes was probably playing at a better uh, consistency level than Martin Boyle when he got his move Careful. from Aberdeen to Celtic so I think I think that's what you've got to look at I think that Martin Boyle um, I'm not I'm not going to say kind of owes Hibs after the injury hell that he's been through but um, I think it would be a bit sneaky if he just disappeared after the club stuck by him with his um, chocolate knees so yeah I think I think think a little bit of loyalty which you don't often see in football he's got he's got enough time to get another uh, bumper deal somewhere but um, it is football after all so if he does go he goes but I'd, I'd be surprised if Celtic were willing to part with um, seven figures to buy him, yeah. if I'm honest. Um, Shaw going out, I just want to keep this brief, Callum. I think that's, I think for me, Callum, I've said alone, I thought I thought probably alone to a Premier League or up the top end of the Championship would have probably 
been Hibs' preferred option, but they have sold them. Any issue for you? Um, well, I mean, I think I think you've got to have issue with Hibs selling arguably the best young talent in Europe. <laughs> um, I don't I don't think that you can sit there and say that that's a good move from Hibs, but. Well, sure. Uh, when Neil Lennon got sacked and Eddie May played him at the turn of the year last year, I think he came on a bit of game, scored a couple of goals, but I think he's very much a confidence player. And Heckenbottom came in, wanted to use McNulty, wanted to use Canberry. Uh, Shaw didn't get much of a look in. Uh, I think that there is talent in there, but I don't think he's kicked on like... Uh, other other players. I mean, if you look at the talent that Hibs have had uh, in strikers uh, coming through, you know, if you look at Riordan's O'Connor's. I mean, look at Stephen Fletcher when he first broke onto the scene. Um, he was thinner than Ollie Shaw, but you know, after two years, he he bulked up and made himself into a, a target man, etc. Ollie Shaw is still absolutely stick thin. So, I mean, what sort of work is he putting in to to warrant? Uh, a starting spot at Easter Road, so um, it's not it's not a disaster for me. I think that um, there is talent in there, and good luck to the rest of his career. But I, I can't see it being a massive loss for Hibs. No, and um, in as quick as you can, Callum Omiunga comes in. Happy with that? Adds good depth, doesn't it? Um, it's energy. It's energy in the midfield. Yeah. There you go, quick as I can. There you go. I've been desperately lacking, Calm. Um, Tomorrow, trip through to Fur Park. Do you give Hibs much hope? Yeah, Motherwell are gash. I'm sorry, but realistically, you look at the league table right now, and the only reason your diddy clubs like Motherwell and Aberdeen and Livingston are doing well is because Hibs and Hearts have had an absolute stinker of a start to the season. There is, I mean... You go through that Motherwell team, there's not a chance that boys like Declan Gallagher deserve Scotland caps. It's an absolute fast. I mean, Stephen Robinson, there was a reason that no Edinburgh club looked at him as their manager. All right? Um, that's, that's, that's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. So, for me, for me personally, I think that uh, Jack Ross's first game, Hibs gave Motherwell a tanking. And... I can't see any reason why Hibs can't go through there and and get a positive result. So, uh, yeah, I think Motherwell vastly overrated. I think for me, it just Hibs, Hibs have to defend properly. Concentration, um, stop giving away silly chances, and I think you're right, I think they've got a right good chance. However, I wouldn't be surprised if Hibs were to put in a, a terrible performance and come away with the, the tail between their legs, but there we go. Right, Cal? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, right, Cal. Moving on to Hearts, and last weekend it was, uh, you know, it was a it was a nice nice game to have off the back of the of the winter break. Cal, Airdrie at home in the Scottish, and well, they notched up. I think was it five goals in the end. Um, goals, five different goal scorers. Five different goal scorers. You asked me who was going to provide the goals. Well, five different people provided them. Cal. I don't think there's much. Everyone's going to score. I mean, I, I didn't know if Hearts had five in them, but yes, they clearly did. Uh, and, you know, just a, a welcome boost. Yeah, I think so. I think it was uh, uh, a six. It's just good for the fans to see 
I, I know you take into account it's Airdrie, uh, they're in League One, so you don't get too excited over over the result. But considering Hearts have been so goal shy and you know performances have been lacking, I think that it's just just a wee reminder that there is quality there. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Um... And they've got a nice little draw in the next round as well. You know, our brother Falkirk, we'll see who comes through in that. Mm-hmm. But another one that you'd, you know, Hearts will be the, the favourites for, so potential another Scottish Cup run. Well, yeah, I think I think if you look at it, you've got uh, two clubs that Hearts, Hearts should be winning. And, you know, yeah, I think that they'll they'll come through that. And, you know, you could have a quarter-final between Hibs and Hearts. That could be... Uh, very interesting but no, no I think I think both Edinburgh clubs will come through uh, in the Scottish and be in the last eight yeah. uh, on to Wednesday night for them Calm. it was a trip up to to Dingwall and I expected uh, a tough one actually I did expect a tough game I always think Ross County away is always is always challenging I think you know fallen Hibs have always made it hard for Hibs and Hibs have gone up there um, and they've got some decent players with the Urban up front of course and well, new new Hibs new man of course Ollie Shaw coming off the bench later on but an ill no draw by all accounts Hearts impressive in the second half and probably disappointed not to come away with three points when you look back at some of the chances they had no, I mean, I think it's it's tough to say disappointed not to come away with three points when Hearts haven't registered a shot on target. I think um, there's talent in that squad. I think you look at uh, who was on the park there, Washington, Naismith. Uh, oh, no. After the eye. Yeah, Don't, Donis, Donis, Donis uh, Dave, big Dave, um, new boy things. Um, th- there was enough attacking talent on the part for Hearts, and to not register a shot on target is an embarrassment, really. And while I think you look at the positives of keeping a clean sheet, it's a very tough place to go. I mean, you rewind six weeks. Hibs went up there on a Wednesday night and got beat 2-1. So to go up there and keep a clean sheet and uh, come back down the road with a point, uh, especially with other results going Hearts way last night, I think, uh, sorry, two nights ago, I think that it is is a positive. But uh, with all that attacking talent on the park and not being able to register a shot on target, it is slightly worrying. Yeah. Um Good to see players though coming back into the fold. You know, I think you know Suter, Naismith, Washington, uh, new the new signing Donis. Uh, do we know much about him? A player by all accounts with a decent youth record, but really failed to kick on in the um, more senior senior game, isn't he? Uh, well, to be fair, I was on his Wikipedia and he has sort of bounced around a bit. I think um, he's to, uh, to sort of be fair to him I don't think he's had a fair crack at, at the whip at any of the clubs he's been at uh, it doesn't look like he's played a lot of games or well, started anyway um, so he's been like coming off the bench etc so yeah. I think if he can get a good run in a team he probably will score goals he's, he's obviously unfortunate I mean taking the mic a little bit earlier but um, he slipped just as he gets his big chance to rifle that home Uh Obviously, there's there's more to come from him, but I think Hearts with the news today that Liam Boyce uh, has put pen to paper and that will probably be announced imminently. Uh, that's massive. That's massive. I'm 
I don't want to say that I definitely did, but I, when we were talking about one player that Hearts could sign um, on our podcast Cup Final Special, I'm fairly certain that I mentioned Louis Mo and like a Liam Boyce. So I think that I take credit for that one. Um, <laughs> no, but I think Liam Boyce scored goals by the barrel load uh, in a Ross County team that did not have as much talent as this Hearts team does. So guys like Liam Boyce coming in, I think it's uh, Toby uh, Sibick, uh, Barnsley defender. He's he's coming up the road on loan. So once once these guys come in, the quality that is there, four points, Hearts are sitting adrift at Hamilton. That'll be, that'll be eaten away uh, in no time. And Hearts, Hearts will be looking to hopefully not have left it too late to possibly mount a challenge for the top six. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think now that he's, you know, he's getting players back from injury. He's just adding a couple of players. I didn't. I was never really convinced that he needed a complete complete overhaul. Um, I think. I think it just needed a, probably a couple of real good players with players coming back from injury. The potential for for youth players to have a, a new lease of life under a new manager. And I think you're yeah. right, Cal. I think you're right. I think Hearts will will certainly be comfortable. Uh, they may have left it too late for top six, but I wouldn't be surprised if they were going a right good run, and we'll and we'll see. But can you see? Can you see this run starting on on Sunday? Uh, well, um, it's massive. It's massive. Uh, Rangers at home, they are just ridiculous uh, at this moment in time. Came through Easter Road last month and just clinical. Mm. Um, fair enough, Hibs gave them a helping hand with the Marciano forgetting that um, the opposition don't play in the same colour of strips that um, his own team do. I think... And there was some shocking defending for the second as well. But, I mean, Rangers take full advantage. They were in complete control. And, you know, they, they, they could have made that five or six again. I think that it's they've been very comfortable in the two games against Hibs this year. Um, obviously, this is the third time they've played Hearts. Hearts made it very difficult for them. At, uh, thank you. Thank you. Um, Christ almighty, I don't know. I was, uh, at Tynecastle earlier in the season, uh, Machino. 1-0 up, um, Rangers played them back, 1-0 draw, so I think Rangers will be looking to avenge that, they'll definitely have their tails up knowing that um, they can't afford to drop any points, so it's it's a very tough game, but you know, what better place for um, some of these boys to make up for their misses on on Wednesday you yeah. know and I think you know it's probably isn't it written probably written in the stars for that, that type of the first win to come in against a team who are flying and, and probably you know right up there yeah. potentially win the league it's that's sometimes things are written in the stars Cal aren't they um, yeah. right moving on to Embra City then and well last weekend it was a Scottish Cup against Hamilton Ackies and um, I'm disappointed with that I really am, you know, I listened to the radio, Callum, before the game and, you know, the pundits were thinking this could potentially be a little banana skin for Hamilton, but Ember City uh, left, a, left a lot to be desired, Callum. They'll be disappointed with that, won't they? I, I, didn't, I didn't, if I'm being completely honest, I didn't think that that was a chance of an upset. Uh, I said it last week, I didn't think that City had much of a chance of going there and winning. 
Um, am I surprised that he finished five 0 Yes, uh, I thought Hamilton would win, but I don't. I didn't expect him to uh, sort of maul in Bristol City um, as much as he did. Um, but maybe it's a good thing that City are out of the cup and they can focus on other things. Yeah, we've yeah, seen that. The, we've seen last year, Calm. I personally think that that players just had too many minutes in the legs when it came to the final stretch. We spoke about the the run to the semi final of the the Iron Brew, and they had a a replay in the, in the Scottish Cup, you know, which involved you know two, an extra game against Inverness Cali, and um, I know they were comfortably put to the sword, but again, it's just added an extra minutes in boys' legs, and I think you're right, right Calm. Yeah. I think over the piece, I think. It's probably the best thing that could have happened, if I'm honest. Um, best thing that could have happened, but not in the way that it happened. I feel like um, that a very surprising result to see like, Hamilton score five goals. Uh, yeah, just just interesting. Because um, Edinburgh City don't often lose a lot of goals. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know they're very very solid at the back there, so I think that um, for them to lose five 0 was a surprise. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Well, they've got to dust themselves down, Callum, because you know I think Cove Cove came through last weekend against Cowden Beath, um, which I think you know is probably a, a real a real opportunity now for Edinburgh City this weekend to I would pretty much say secure secure at least top two for me. Um, they'll put a right good gap between them and Cowden with three points but it's a tricky little encounter against Stenhouse Muir for me um, good memories for the club of course through that venue but a team that are fighting for their life to avoid the relegation playoff um, yeah, and of course only draw. yeah and of course only you know was it two weeks ago Cam they faced a team who were down that end of the, down that end of the of the table and they, and they and they lost against Queen's Park so a difficult little encounter for me, standing away. Yeah, I, I think um, they've was it they, they went through Stenny um, and got beat earlier in the season. Um, was it one 0 uh, which is a poor result. But I think that they in the league they went through there and won three one. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely expecting uh, an Edinburgh City win here, but. Uh, I don't think it's it's going to be easy. I think that um, it's back-to-back defeats for Edinburgh City, which they haven't suffered uh, this season. I don't think they've suffered in a while. So that's that's tough. Um, so, yeah, I think that got to be looking at three points and got to be looking to get back, back into winning ways. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's simple as that. You're absolutely right. And I think it's... Well, the quicker they can get players back, the better, of course. But um, as we said at the start of the season, Callum, and, and all the way through, they've just got to stay within one result of Cove. So it's imperative that they they get the the McDonough bus and uh, the McDonough train back rolling and um, get pick up three points on the road. Yeah, I think, I think you're absolutely spot on. Obviously, the wheels have—I wouldn't say the wheels have come off, but um, it's a massive shock result. Uh, last time out in the league against Queen's Park so that has to be put right here and uh, as tough as Denny might be with I think a few injuries still in that Edinburgh City team they still should be picking up all the points uh, tomorrow yeah agreed agreed right shot and sweet for City 
we wish them all the best. It was uh, well, they didn't have midweek action, uh, of course, that to, uh, to discuss. So uh, just mainly the preview there. So wish them all the best on the road uh, at Oakle View there against Steny. Right then, moving on to the Lone League Callum, and we'll start with Spartans because they were in action last weekend. Um, an ill-null draw through at Fourth Bank against Stirling Uni. Uh, ironically, the same uh, opponents they face tomorrow, but uh, nil-nil. I've watched it back, the extensive highlights. It was such an open second half, Callum. It was end to end. I think both teams just, <laughs> both teams just going at it, uh, but neither team could really, you know, create that that big big chance to to take all three points, Callum. But a point on the road, a clean sheet. You can see positives there, but. At the root of the, you know, at the heart of it, they'll be disappointed not to go through there and pick up three points, Spartans, won't they? Yeah, I think uh, given the other teams around them weren't playing last week, it was a big opportunity for them to put a marker down and get three points. I think that it's it's one of those that, uh, much like Hearts and their nil nil draw this week. Um, we'll find out at the end of the season if that's a point gained or two points dropped. So, for me, it's it's a tough one. I think Spartans have to be winning these sort of games. They have to pick up three points tomorrow. Uh, it's it's imperative that they do. Uh, but it's it's another tough one. You know, Sterling Uni are hard to break down against the you know. Air quotes the, the the bigger sides in the in the division, so it's definitely going to be a tough one for for Spartans, but they need to be picking up three points. Yeah, agreed. I think it will be tough, but I think I personally do believe they'll make home advantage count tomorrow. Um, I think they'll have learned they'll have learned a lot about Stirling Uni last weekend, and I think they'll um, uh, right some wrongs, uh, so to speak. And I, I do feel expect to pick up three points, Calm. Uh, John Caddo. Played played last weekend by all accounts done really well actually was one of one of one of the uh, Spartans top performers. And, Told you he's coming back in last week. Yeah, and that's probably good news for me because Jake Davison I think announced in the midweek that he's returning to Dundee United. Callum, um, he's going back. He's yeah, going back. Going back. I probably expect him probably to maybe go out and loan there uh, again, but maybe maybe the the club deciding to maybe put him up a. Maybe put him up a league, maybe challenge him a bit more because there's no doubt when I've seen him, Callum, I've been really impressed and I think he's taken to the lonely level uh, comfortably. Yeah, no, he's very, very strong on the ball. I think um got really good physique, um, you know, big, tall, physical, and he's got, he's got a shot on him. I can play in a uh, multitude of positions as well, which is always a bonus. So I think um, he's definitely got a future in the game, and you know Spartans. Spartans are going to feel um, his loss. I think that um, he was definitely an accomplished member of that back four um, or five or three. But uh, yeah, I think uh, when or he lined field. up, on midfield, of course, like he did against uh, against Civil. Uh, I didn't want to mention that because he, he was quickly moved back to the. Um, <laughs> To right back in that game, so I think yeah, um, yeah, maybe maybe in future a role in central midfield, but I don't think he's quite at Stephen Whitaker's level yet, where he can interchange seamlessly between the two. Yeah, I think I think for me, I, I would like Spartans again to maybe tap into that loan market, Callum. Uh, you know, Jake Davison coming doing really well. I think it's probably I think 
be good for Spartans to maybe add one or two if they can, just to to bolster that squad and in the run to, to you know to try and, and secure top four again. Yeah, I mean, I think I think top four is um, up for grabs for both civil and and Spartans. I think that they've they've got to be positive and looking at uh, with the games in hand, they've got they can overtake East Stirling, um, who are going through a bit of a hell of a time. Uh, but very up and down. Uh, they've lost the boy Flynn to Kelty. Um, so I think that, you know, there's a couple, um, couple of chances there for our two sides to leapfrog them and fight it out for fourth like they did last year. Uh, so, yeah, I think we're, we're in for an interesting end to the season anyway. Yeah, agreed. But uh, fancy Spartans tomorrow? Hope we're still on. Um, uh, yes. Yes, because I think if the Spartans turn up and play as well as they can, then Stirling Uni, it doesn't matter what they do. I think man for man, Spartans are better. So uh, I think as long as all 11 players in the park turn up and uh, play, then 100% there's only one way this game's going to go. But um, Stirling Uni, as we've mentioned already, they make things difficult. They're very compact, and you know it's 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 going to be it's going to be a tough one. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Okay then, uh, civil service in action tomorrow, Calm. Uh, not in action last weekend, of course. Um, well, and it, well, they were. Were they? That's 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 that they had that friendly. Um, away oh, of course. Spice. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Got you're right. I forgot about that. Um, mild, mild. Uh, Pal from uni uh, got the goal and stroke at half time. Uh, they lost one 0 but I think I think it's a good run out. Good few boys got uh, some minutes, so hopefully, hopefully they can play a part this weekend. Yeah, um, and actually, East Fife uh, actually adopted you know two elevens, but when you look at the names, mm-hmm. no, no big players were rested, so they, they faced a an East Fife team who are doing well in in League One, Callum. But uh, well, they're going to have to be at it this weekend, isn't it? Because Kelty Hearts at home. Um, Kelty again bolstering their squad, you know, like you say with Flynn and and, and Reed coming in from from East Colbride. Um it's as tough as it gets, you know. And I think Kelty realise now that they're in the position now that they've got to, uh, with the way Bonnig are going, really start to put a long good run in. But um, Kel- uh, Civil did very well against Kelty in that in that cup at, at the Christie Gillis, and were unlucky to come away with a two one defeat. Of course, well, we won't we won't talk about the the away game up there, but uh, I think they've got a lot to take and a lot of confidence to take from that home performance against Kelty. I mean, if if you look at it, you go um, the game the game at Kelty uh, was just an absolute write off. I think um, still didn't take uh, their chances when they came along and were beaten uh, on the day by the better team. You know, there's nothing. That you can really say about that. Uh, the cup tie, I think, Civil, um, I think just uh, being injury hit, hurt them. You know, they they went toe to toe with Kelty, uh, full strength, and they were very unlucky. Yeah. Um, and I think if there had been a couple of linesmen there, then maybe maybe there would have been something uh, different, but. It's a tough one tomorrow, but I think Civil can get something out of the game. Mm. Um, and one player who'll be looking to impress, of course, Callum is is new Civil signing 
Archie Rowe because I think he was at Kilty Hearts under twenties last season. I think so. He'll be he'll have a bit of um, fire in the belly against his former side. Sorry, mate. What was that? <laughs> I'm saying new sign in Archie Rowe there, Callum. Obviously, he'll he'll have fire in the belly because he's going up against one of his former sides. Uh, I, well, I think he'll be looking to just continue on the performance that he put in against Spartans. So, excuse me. Uh, yeah, I think Sybil have strengthened since since they last met Kelty. Obviously, Kelty have signed uh, even more players despite coming out in August saying that that's their business done. But yeah, <laughs> just keep going out and buying more and more players. Um, and that's that's why that's why I've got a lot more time for Bonnerig than I do Kelty because they've stuck with the players that got them here instead of trying to buy the league. But um, no, I think Civil have got a chance. I think that there's going to be a few players there tomorrow that are going to want to have a right good go at Kelty, mm-hmm. and I think that there's a, a good chance good chance for Civil to get something. Obviously, you've got a hope for a strong referee. Uh, you've got a hope for actually the assistance as well to to have a strong game because you know what you're going to get against against Kelty. Um, they're going to be in the year of the ref and the assistance all game, and I think that you've obviously got to hope for an off day from you know the main man. Uh, in the Lowland League you've, you've got to hope that Nathan Austin puts his boots on the wrong feet or something like that because it's almost impossible to stop him yeah. ultimately, uh, ultimately it's, uh, it's 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 probably a, it's a League One team you're, you're playing ultimately because that's on the main roughly where the majority of these players um, c- could probably comfortably play of course Austin was Championship but, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know about the majority. Um, definitely not the club captain. But uh, <laughs> I think, yeah, a lot. I of think they've, they've 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 definitely got a very strong squad. They've got some very good players, and I think that um, yeah, Austin Austin's the one to watch because if you look at the the results that Kelly have had in the last few weeks, where they to be fair, they've actually done very well and dug out results, you know, down at Gala last week, uh, Stirling Unit, where they have sort of been up against it. They've gone 1-0 down and they've had to dig deep to, to come back and win the game. It's, you know, it's Austin that's been the one that's either got the winner or got the equaliser and hauled them back into the game. So he's he's definitely the one. If, if Sybil can somehow keep him quiet, then I think, you know, they've got, they've got a right good chance. But... Yeah, it is going to be tough, but I think that given the way the first game went and given the way that they lost the game in extra time, I think that uh, Civil will fancy it. And I think if there's anyone that will be putting... You know, a lot of planning into to putting a game plan together. It'll be Gary, and he'll be doing all he can to come away with a a one 0 win, which he which he so much loves. <laughs> yes, ones and zeros. Ones and zeros. Ones and zeros. <laughs> it's what it's all about. Calm in, but uni. You know, it's uh, it's a type of game, Callum, for me that they need to pick up something. They need to, yeah, I think so, Calm. They've got a make home advantage count. It's. These are the type of games against that mid-table where maybe complacency from the other side might come into it 
one of the, you know what I mean, Callum, where maybe a team that isn't really challenging for anything really, um, or a team that aren't trying to survive, it's that middle-of-the-road team. It's these yeah, I mean, games when you're at home, you've got to try and take something from wherever you are in the league, regarding, you know. Yeah, like, let's be honest, uh, coming all down, going down, but they're not challenging at all anywhere near. I mean, their season's just petering out. Um, whereas, you know, Edinburgh, you need to have something to fight for, do have something to play for. Uh, I think that this is a game that they need to be looking at to get points out of. I think that, um, obviously, coming all Colts have had some success in Edinburgh so far um, came away from the Christy Gillis with uh, a 3-2 victory they, they were unlucky at Ainsley Park as well when they played Spartans but I think they're, they're no mugs certainly and it will take a decent performance from Edinburgh you need to get something but they really need a statement result uh, just to get themselves off the bottom and just really kick on because you've seen it with the other other clubs in and around them that they have taken uh, points in the last few weeks and realistically in where you need, need to need to get a win on the board. Yeah, agreed, Cal. Absolutely. Um, and if, as as I said before, you know I, I don't think it's going to take a lot of points um, to to stay up in this league. And but mm. when you're given the opportunity to, you, you've kind of got to really take them. Um, so it's the type of game I think they've really got to they've really got to take advantage of advantage of for me. Yeah, so, absolutely. Like it doesn't it doesn't matter how you know the the winner goes in. You know, ninety fifth minute, three minutes added on, and it's eight yards off sides, and it goes in off his left hand. It doesn't matter. Agreed. As long as as the unit are celebrating a win uh, tomorrow, yeah, Agreed. which. It's it's needed. It's needed because it's almost getting into that sort of squeaky bum time where because I'm sure the uni's last two fixtures are um, Gretna and Dalbiti. Huge, huge. It's, you know, you're you're not wanting it to go down to that no. where you need. I'm sure. I'm sure they're away the last game, and you're not wanting them to be in that sort of situation where right. they need to go. And pick up three points away from home. Agreed. So, Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Um, right, Calm. Of course, we, we did say it was going to be a, a short episode this week, but regardless, there's still a podcast puzzle in here. I've been racking my brains, uh, actually. Last week's. Last yeah, week's. been racking my brains one, but Calm, results from, from the last week's one, I can't even remember what it was now. Last week's. Last week's was what was your favourite Scottish Cup memory outside of trips to Hamden, etc. Of um, course, um, of course. There was there was a few responses. Um, unfortunately, one of the first ones that we had was a semi final, and you were just like, "Right, fantastic." Um, but no, I think there was uh, my mum actually got involved, and she said um, when Hibs went through Air United and one two nil, I was like, "Okay, fair enough." Um, and then also mentioned Kilmarnock. I think Kilmarnock's the one that, that stands out for a lot of his fans who were there that day. Yeah. Um, all got in touch, um, mentioned Nicky Reed's last gasp winner this season away up at Devon Vale on the Monday yeah. night yeah. that it was cancelled about 17 times. 
uh, boys missing work and everything. Absolute scenes. Uh, the Bilton Kelly was born that day. Um, and also an absolutely incredible game at, um, oh, where was it? Fraserborough, for each. Yeah, at Ainsley Park. Yeah, at Ainsley Park. Gone notching and like added on time after I'm sure City were four one down. Four two down. Yeah, four two. Four two. Sorry. If you watch it back, if for those that want to dig it on YouTube, if you watch it back, you can see me with my my cast on, getting at the full the full John Terry as Gordon Donaldson, you know. Breaks the net with that with that half volley and late into the stoppage time. Unfortunately, we couldn't do the job up in the in the replay up the road. But that was a uh, two good games from from Ian McFarlane to, or Subo to, to pull out there. I kind of forgot. Everyone kind of forgets about that that Fraser Borough one. And I'm I'm surprised that he didn't bring out George Finelli. That was that was an absolute classic. But, <laughs> yeah, right. uh, um, no, I think I think you've got you've got to look at. So, you know, thanks thank you to everyone for getting in touch. Um, right, well, this one, Cal. This week's one. Uh, been racking, one. racking my brains for this one. But I think um, I think this is a good one, actually. It's, it's based on... Well, I'm going to say I'm based on three players that spring to mind in recent weeks, actually. Um, okay. I think, we, Here we go. you know, if you look at Christian Deutsch and you look at Joe Newells, two players that were written off... As Joe Newell. Joe Newell, sorry. What did I say? Joe Newell and, and Christian Doyd wrote off within five minutes of, of playing in a, in a Hibs jersey that went up to it. Um, but have have turned the corner and are, 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 are showing they're actually, they are actually pretty competent and good footballers. Um, from a Hearts persuasion, uh, you know, the new signing Donis has a tap in, but he falls over. So many of those in the media are saying he's just another dud. So, Callum, who's your favourite signing when initially you thought, oh, he's going to be terrible? However, he turns around and he makes you eat your words. I think if I give you one, Callum, I think for me, I've got to say, he signed today for Forest Green Rovers, if, if, if those have seen it, it's uh, Conrad Logan, the goalkeeper. You know, when I first seen he was signed, I thought, oh my word, what have we signed here? But in that same game, Callum, he's, he's the, the semi-final hero and then goes on to be so... Well, a legend yeah. at, at the Hibs club. So, I think I, when, I look at, when I look at Conrad Logan, I still remember being in the stand that day and going, Christ, he's fatter than me. <laughs> um, I, I just... <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't get over like the size of him. The st- but, I mean, what a performance. That's, that's a great one. That's a great shout. Uh, for me... Uh, I mean, it's a tough one, if I'm honest. Um, the one that sort of sprang to mind initially, Ben Jaloon. Yeah, good made shout. His, good shout. Made his, made his debut for Hibs um, at Ting, uh, sorry, not Ting, at Hamden. Yeah. And said on the wrong ends of what I'm fairly certain is commonly known as uh, Paul Hartley Day. And. Yeah, he he teed up uh, the first goal by losing possession in the middle of the park, which allowed Hearts to break quickly. And I remember being on the bus, so I'm going, who the f- is this guy? So, <laughs> yeah, Ben Jaloon. Good show. He, he, he definitely turned it around, I think. Um, I think, uh, oh, by the way, there, 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 could be, there could be hundreds here. Um, I mean, an, a, almost a better question would be, 
who did you think was going to be class? Well, that I was also thinking that. As, yeah, yeah, I was thinking that, but I thought I would stay in the. I tried to. Basically, there's. I mean, Christ, you can just go through every single one of. Um, you would have to mention the Gambian Roberto Carlos. Get, actually, here's another one. Um, and I developed a soft spot for him, but I would have to go for Jorge Claros. Mm. His initial six-month loan deal, absolutely brutal. But I mean, when he signed for the uh, signed on again um, for the season loan loan, unbelievable, unbelievable. Nope, two good shows, Cal. He was that good at cleaning up. He was nicknamed the janitor. Honestly, <laughs> it was it was unbelievable in his second season, Big Claros. Mm. Uh, but in his first season, absolutely brutal, absolutely yeah. brutal. I think hooked. Hooked after 42 minutes in the 5-1 game, which said a lot. So, um, I, I think um, I would have to say Benjaloon or, or Claros that I'd, I'd written off very, very early. Um, and they turned out to be to be very good. Uh, well, maybe not very good, but um, better than, than what I expected. Yeah, so there we are. Good question. Interesting to see which... Which answers we get for that? There'll be ones out there, certainly for the Hearts, the Hearts persuasion. I'd like to, to obviously get them involved because we're obviously oh, more. There will be, there will be. I can imagine that there's, there's quite a few that you're probably looking at and going, "Oh, who's this?" And then, you know, un- unbelievable. So yeah, well, um, hopefully, hopefully, you get more of a response. Agreed. Right. Um, predictions, Cal. Um, mm-hmm. It's nice to have six games back available. Hopefully, there's not uh, uh, a terrible weather over the over this this evening, and it keeps all six games on. So um, we'll start as they are, of course, uh, on the uh, as will be in the graphic that's already been put out uh, yesterday, Calm, and we'll yep. start with Hearts against Rangers. One each. One all. Copying the, the oh, no. copying the the result from early in the season at Tynecastle, I will go oh, no. for. I can't decide between zero one and one two. I'm afraid, um, and I think I'll go for zero one, one nil to Rangers. Yeah, I feel. Uh, Motherwell versus Hibs, Cal. Uh, two one Hibs. Two one Hibs. Um, yeah. I just, I've just... I'll, I'll, I'll be made to eat those words, but I don't care. Yeah. Like Motherwell are a diddy team. Yeah. Uh, I can't. I just. I've just got a feeling that Hibs are going to be a soft touch tomorrow, and I'm. Uh, I'm thinking it's going to be two 0 to Motherwell. I do. Um. Not. Not a good day. I don't think for these sort of club through it. Uh, at for Park Calm. Um. Ember City on the road to to Stenhouse Muir. Well, to Oakleview, to face Stenhouse Muir. Three uh, one. 3-1 City 3-1 City I'll be a good 3 points in the road Cam 3 goals and 3 points for you um, I'll go a bit tighter but I will back them I'll go for 2-1 Ember City um, into the Lone League then and Civil Service against Kelty Cam tough game 2-1 Civil absolutely not absolutely I, 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 I just hate Kelty come on come on <laughs> Um. Yeah, I think I think I think Kelty are going to be too strong tomorrow. I'm actually going to go for three nil for three nil for Kelty tomorrow. Calm, unfortunately. Um, it's come back. <laughs> it's come back. Ember Uni against Cumbernauld. Calm. Uh, one two. 
Yeah, I'll agree with you. One, two as well. I think Cumbernauld will just have enough uh, to see off MBUni, unfortunately. And then the last one, Callum, Spartans against Stirling Uni. 1-0. One, 1-0 one, Spartans. 1-0 Spartans, Callum. I'll go for 2-1 Spartans. Um, but I, I do see them coming through, Callum. So, so there we are. It's... Um, well, we we managed to put one out, so we hope you enjoy listening. Hopefully, you can see it as a preview to your to your games, get your mouth watering for the for the weekend fixtures. Cam, will you be taking in a game this weekend? Hibs on the road, of course. Not gonna lie, they probably were looking forward to their games until you came out with that nonsense there. <laughs> oh, Jesus! Aye, um, I, I will be I will be at several games this weekend, um, but hundred percent. Uh, well, try and get to as many as I can. 100% um, be starting off at the Christie Gillis um, 2 o'clock kickoff tomorrow. I would urge anyone to get themselves down there. Um, but then might, depending on how well that goes, might sneak into Spartans for the second half for their game against Stirling Uni. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Right, Cal. De- definitely, definitely I'll be at a game. Yeah. Back to your old, back to your old Sally. You've had your week off. <laughs> you've had your week, ah, you've, back, you've had your weekend off. I had my time off, and now I'm like squeezing in as much football as possible. Here Quite we right. go. Quite right, right, Cal. Thank you as always, and thank you to our listeners. Get your predictions in. You've not got long. I've been Andrew. I've been Cal, and that was the Edinburgh Football Podcast.